Hey, podcast, this is your humble host, Jordy, and I am pleased to announce this very, very special episode today. You know, um, this is a, a series that I started a few years ago and I wasn't able to continue. And then podcasting and good fortune and great timing brought everything full circle. Today, I have a special host. Her name is Theodora. She is a podcast host from Women and Company and Teddy's Journey. And I am pleased to announce her. How are you doing? I'm amazing. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to have you here. You know, um, from the previous conversations we've had before, I have no doubt that this is going to be a great conversation. Also, I think it's going to be great for the, um, you know, other people who are on similar journeys like us to hear a conversation coming from two people who... I hear a lot of passion, especially you, you know, you're, you're, you know, fresh in your journey, like you said, you know, because we were talking a little bit earlier, but, you know, one of the things that I do want to go into to give the people context is we want to know who Theodora is. So that's my first question. Who is Theodora and what is she up to? Okay, okay, okay. So Theodora is a, I'm from Haiti. I started okay. there, right? I'm from Haiti. I live in New York. Um, I'm 20, I'm about to be 26, going to be 27. Libra season is upon us, okay? <laughs> Let's make that be known. I love all my Libras. Um, I'm a young entrepreneur, and I'm just making things happen right now. I'm living in my truth. You know, that's what I love to say. And I want to make things happen before my time is up on this earth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's really how you sum me up. And life is amazing. I woke no, up Okay. Today. So you, you actually said something pretty interesting there. And I think that's a pretty good place to start. You said you're living in your truth. So for you, what does that mean by living in your truth? Like, what is your truth? My truth is, okay, so my truth is just being real. Mm-hmm. You know, being real in what I want to do and being precise and being content and knowing that we don't have a lot of time left and knowing that understanding that is to live in your truth. Because for me, I always think and I know that we get messages from, you know, the Supreme, the Supreme Being And when those messages come in our mind, we have to react on it and act on it with urgency. You know what I mean? When we had our um, last conversation, we talked about speed, right? So we got to move. And a lot of people at times stay very still within what they want to do. And to me, what you want to do, your journey, that's your truth. You know, so... Everything has to... So so that word speed was actually pretty interesting. You know, like how... How do you perceive speed for yourself? Because for me, I, I've i been on my journey in photography for about five years now. And if I'm going to be very honest with you, it wasn't until a few months ago where I've really, really, truly adapted this principle of speed. Because, you know, for me personally, there are a lot of times where I would hesitate to, you know, post the image or I would re- really overthink about posting, you know, one to two times a day or even more than that. Or even doing something like this, 
you know so how how does that play out for you you know like speed like and give me something concrete you know so for me you know speed is like where i'm mm-hmm. uploading multiple images from a shoot whereas you know someone else another photographer for instance because that's the world that i'm in might only upload one to two images from the shoot whereas I might want to export like six, seven to eight images per shoe. And then I might turn one of those into and use one of those as my Apple Music playlist cover or something like that. How how does speed play out for you? So for me, everything with speed starts with a start. You have to start. You can't move if you don't start. Right. So for me, I'm not telling everyone to go full throttle. You know what I mean? Or you're going to crash. You know, like very quickly. But what I mean in speed is to move with understanding where you're starting and to move with that. And then as you go, you will pick up speed and to continue with that speed. And then as you continue to move, understanding, learning and picking up skill, you will move faster. See, a lot of us, we want to start, but we don't want to continue because things get a little hectic. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's the that's the beauty about life, the hectic, the the uncom- being uncomfortable. That's when you're learning. That's when you're growing. So for me, that's to me, if you're not going to start, then you're not going to pick up speed. You get what I'm saying? You're not going to. So that's where the speed for me, I would say started is when I just started and I wanted to learn more about my journey about what I wanted to do and not give up because it's no such thing as being perfect, but it's a such thing as starting and learning. And then you grow and then you pick up speed. So how, how, how has your media journey been for you? You know, like um, we, you know, spoke a little bit about you picking up podcasting, um, you taking on this endeavor, of, you know, woman and company. How has that been for you so far? Like what phase would you say that you're in right now with everything? This phase is amazing. I would never thought that people would come to me and say, hey, I have someone that want to be on your show or, hey, can I come on your show or I have an idea for your show. Hey, I love your last episode. And now people are resharing it and people tell me, hey, my friend heard about women in company. So I'm in a, in a phase where it's spreading and it's connecting with people. And I love okay. it. I love where it's at right now. And um. What's so crazy about going into media is it's not my background. It's not my what background. Is your background. I'm a business. I'm a business okay. major. Oh, so we got some business savvy in here. Yes, we do. <laughs> you know, mommy. Listen, listen. We got to make our money, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but um, what's crazy is when I went to school, I wanted to go into broadcasting journalism, and every point of my life. I was always finding myself in a studio. I was always finding myself researching things about media. I was always finding myself fascinated with news anchors. I was always finding myself listening to a podcast and things like that. So it's crazy how like you would think what you had and and what you wanted to do is won't work out, but then God is going to bring you full circle. And he's going to bring you into your manifestation. And you're going to start to realize that I should have went with my plan. So my mom kind of told me, like, you know, I'm Haitian. So 
being an, an anchor or going to school for journalism is first of all how much money does that make you know you're not gonna, i you know? i would make a safe bet to say that it's probably not that much money right but here's the thing it's not and it's not safe you know what i mean it's not a safe industry because it's not the regular nine to five and but the thing about it was not having the support that I needed from the beginning when I was young is really what hold me back. And the thing about it is, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say for someone not to have a secure job because I do believe you need security financially to process your dreams. But don't listen to people. I think it depends on the context. Are going to hold you back. No, no, no. But in a sense of whatever, it, within a business deal or anything, people are going to hold you back within your dreams. You know what I'm saying? And that's really what happened. I'm not blaming it on my mom, but I'm blaming it on myself for listening to people and not really going after my dreams or even starting a long time ago. Oh, and now look. So, like, yeah. when you when you look back on the context of everything, what, why, um, you said that you held yourself back. Like, how, how, how did you hold yourself back? Well, like I was saying, I hold myself back because I listen to people. Who I shouldn't be taking advice from. What were they telling you to do, though? They were they were basically telling me that this will never work out. You know, you're thinking too big. You need a job so you can help out, and this and that. There, and that is true. I understand. You know, I don't come from a a widespread of money and financial, you know, stability growing up. But yet again, I always knew that deep inside there was a hunger for creating something that I've always dreamed of. So whatever state you may be in, it doesn't matter if you're working at McDonald's. It doesn't matter if you're a freshman in college. Go after your dreams and start small. That's how you were saying, and that's the speed. Start small can, and hold what you have to keep your stability. And I promise, put in the effort, and it will come full circle. That's how I look at it. You know, and it, you know, just to piggyback off of that, when I think about the conversations I've had with friends, you know, with other, you know, creatives that I've have the privilege to um, network with through Instagram, a lot of the times, um, you know, just like you're saying, a lot of us are in this process of, you know, overthinking the next step instead of, you know, trying to do something like, you know, taking that risk to DM somebody that you think might not reply or to leave a comment under somebody post, or even even one of the biggest ones that I'm seeing right now is, you know, people are over like one of my friends, for instance. They're they're an actor, and I think that they're pretty good, you know. But one of the things that they haven't done is to, you know, post any comedy skits, or not to post any pictures because and, and the excuses are limitless. My hair is not done. My, oh, the lighting is not good. The sound is not good. The video is not professional enough. And I actually think that a lot of that stuff is irrelevant in the grand scheme of things, you know, because anybody that we really look up to, if we look back on, on like their first videos, you know, like imagine if we could see like the very, very, very first videos that Will Smith put up, you know? Like those videos would probably not even be half of what he's doing right now, you know, and and I think that that you know not knowing where to start 
is really a difficulty for a lot of people. You you know, and I'll even get more specific and say it was something that was really difficult for myself because I spend a lot of time generating ideas, but there's one thing, and it's a very subtle balance. There's times where I'll just not know how to execute. Like, I want to make a, a new membership program for, you know, the people that have worked with me in photography before, right? So I'm currently working. I have the general packaging, but, you know, before you go and market a product or a program or workshop to somebody, you have to package it out rightly so that you're ensuring you're delivering enough value to those people you know but you know things like this like the podcast for instance i got up one night like late june because i've i'm a month into my podcast journey and i just got up early in the morning 5 34 and i was like you know what let me just try this um app let me record let me see what happens and then after that i've just kept going you know, I'm not thinking about, you know, the fact that it's a small size audience right now. I'm just doing it. So how how can what is something that you could share with somebody that's that's just trying to do something new? You know, something that for argument's sake they're interested in that they really like. You know, what is something that you could say to them to really get the process going? Okay. Okay, so how I speak mm-hmm. may be very different for a lot of people, but that's what I think people need to hear something different. And for me, I have to you you got to stop caring what people think of you. Cuz that's what's going to happen, right? That's why we have those limitations. Oh, my hair doesn't look right. The lighting isn't great. Listen, you're not going to have everything. You're not going to you know what I mean? You're not going to have perfection. So let that go. Number 1. And let go of, of criticism of what people may think of you. Because let me tell you, what you're holding back, somebody else might look as inspiration. Wow. You woke up this morning, you made this happen. Wow, I've always wanted to do that. Instead of looking up how many people may not like something, focus your energy and your thoughts into how many people might really get inspired by you. That's number one. And believe in yourself for a moment to say that, you know what? I'm going to put out the best that I could at this moment and it's only going to get better and it will get better. I remember when I first started my first episode, Oh my God, to go back into many times I stuttered how many times I couldn't say a line, right? I could have remembered my first opening statement. I was a hot ass mess, (laughs) but (laughs) no, seriously. And people look at me like I'm this lit girl, pretty face, but listen, honey, I'm a hot mess. Okay. It's, it's messy. No, seriously, it's messy in the beginning. But then as you get better, your craft gets better. You figure out ways to make things a little a little fun. And, and then you start to look at things like, oh, wow, so they like this and they don't like this, right? Because we all have to keep people coming back, right? But the thing about it is you have to start and you have to not care what people are going to say. Because really, like, people's opinions don't pay your bills. You know what I mean? They don't. Yeah, they really don't. Either way, they and then either way, they still gonna tune in. So let them talk because the key thing about it is reaching those people that care. 
And I promise you, you will. I agree. And that that's actually one of the things that I've been pushing a lot lately. You know, don't don't market to people that don't believe in what you do. You know, market to people that believe in what you do, think like you do, and are already willing to take the first step out without you having to push too much. And that's what, one of the most important lessons that I've learned in marketing because that's actually one of my developing interests, you know. I've um, spent the last few months spending a lot of money on myself, you know, to figure it out, to, you know, amplify the amount of content that I'm outputting. And this podcast falls in line with that strategy for myself. And... Uh, you know, I not to go off on too much of a tangent, but ooh, I actually forgot what we were saying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> in the beginning, you will always get better over time. You'll always get better over time. You know, because if you like it, you know, one of the best things that one of my teachers ever told me was that, hey, look, if you like it, you'll get better over time, and. She told me that in 2014, and you know, that's five years now, we're right here, we're doing this, and that is one of the truest statements, and that's one of the things that I've also been really pushing, you know, is that people really do something that they like, you you know, and I think that's really an important point too, because if it's not something that you like or that you love that, you know, that really fuels you besides money, besides, you know, admiration, besides, you know, that friend that's hyping you up for doing it. If it's not something that you love or like a lot, you know, to use that instead, maybe it's, it's really going to be hard to maintain it over the long period of time. And the reason I think that is because if you're doing something that you love halfway, it's going to show after a while, especially in those moments where you find it really hard to continue. That's when your character or like how you feel about it is really going to get revealed. And I really believe that. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you, did you ever become how would i would say uninspired when when going through your you know you you've been in you've been doing photography for five years and those moments when you feel uninspired when what what push you to keep going so uninspired um when you say uninspired when you do you mean like i'm just gonna pack this up and i don't feel like continuing kind of like that yeah yeah, that moment, like, I don't want to do this anymore because we're not getting back the, how, how can I say, the are we, are, are we turning investment through time, through collaboration, money, and all so those things? So, I'll be honest, I've never felt a day that I'm going to pack it up and be done. I've had moments where, you know, I don't feel like getting on social media or posting a picture or, you know, like, maybe I don't feel like shooting this day, but there's never been a time or a period of time where I felt like, you, you know what, today I'm just going to throw in the towel and 
because I'm not seeing a return on investment. And let me tell you why. There's a few things that I've realized about myself. One is that I I'm very patient. Um, two, I'm very aware that with the internet being as I think the internet is is bigger than a lot of us realize sometimes the internet is going to commoditize everything you know and one of the things that have already been commoditized is the creative industry photography like the fashion industry is really in trouble with all these brands that are popping up and building their businesses on the back of facebook and instagram ads but you know not to go too much into that world but i love it i genuinely love it like every day that i get up I am working at my hobby, you know, so I'm putting in on average, I get up six, seven a.m. and I'm working back until 10 p.m., you know, and that involves me going out to shoot in the morning, me editing a picture, meeting somebody, networking, hopping on a phone call, editing a picture, um, going to an event, making an ad so that somebody could book me or see my business or making posts, et cetera. And I, I, I don't know why. When I do figure it out, I give you a more concrete answer. But the thing that has kept me going is that it feels, every day it feels brand new and fresh. Mm. Every day it feels like the first day. So even though I'm, you know, last year, 2018, was my real financial breakthrough year where I've been consistently booked from February up until this moment, you know. And I've had moments where I've had, like, a month where I didn't make any money, you know. But not, notwithstanding that, like, that's a small loss in the grand scheme of things, you know, because there are moments like that where... I was using credit and my savings for the entire month in order to keep business going. But I've, I, I still haven't felt like, you know what, tomorrow I, I'm just going to pack this up. The closest I've gotten to that, but I, I, I keep money for a rainy day, was when my camera broke on a video set. And when it broke, that's when I truly realized within myself, like, oh, shit. Like, I really do love this thing. I need to go fix this camera like yesterday. And I had, you know, savings to go do that right away. And I had my old camera to back me up on the shoots that I had to do. But I haven't felt like that yet. Oh, my God. Well, you know what's crazy? I was just taking in what you said. Um... You know, I'll I'll tell you about mine. There's 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 been mo- those moments for me, and every time I sat and I didn't feel like like this is this was it's not working out. Like, what am I doing? We have those moments, right? Those what what am I doing moments? It always comes to let me know why did I start? Why am I doing this? I have to then go back and answer my own question. And the thing about it is, um, this is bigger than me.
this is bigger mm-hmm. than me. You know? Uh, you know, this is bigger. It's bigger than me because when I did it, I wasn't, in, I wasn't doing it for me. I was doing it so I can make a change for people. So when I think we take ourselves out of the equation and understand that what we're doing is bigger than ourselves, then that's where the service come into. It doesn't matter if you're doing acting, right? Because it's like, I'm doing acting. How is this supposed to help other people? What people are watching you perform and you're giving people an experience. Even for you when you're doing photography, you're giving people an experience, an experience and something to live, to have for a lifetime. That's the thing. That's what I think about media, photography, and creativity comes in. You will have this for a lifetime. And you can look back and say, wow, I did that when I have old hair. You know what I'm saying? And, look how many lives that we touch. Yeah. And, and, that's- and that's why I love documenting too, because this itself is a form of documenting. And then in like four or five years, we're going to be able to pull up on this episode and then be like, yo, look, you remember that time? And, and I truly believe that. And actually, let me flip what you just said. I'm doing this journey for myself. And within that process of me doing what I'm doing for myself and actively sharing how much I love what I'm doing for myself, that that process is touching other people. Because, you know, I, I actually made an episode about this a few days ago, and it was an open letter to anyone looking to be motivational. And mm. the idea within it, and it, it was inspired by a conversation I was having with uh, a friend that was that's looking to be a beauty influencer, right? Mm. And, uh, you know, when I got down to it, I asked her a few questions. I was like, you know, like what 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 part of beauty you like? You know, like she she likes hair and she wants to be motivational. You know, like that that's something that I'm realizing that's you know becoming pretty popular. People wanting to be motivational or motivational speakers, and you know, in listening to what she said, I was thinking about you know myself and some of the thoughts. Or like some of the nice things that people have said, which I'm very humble by, you know, they say, yo, Jordy, I see you doing your thing. Or like, yo, bro, you know, you inspire me to do portraits more. Or, yo, um, I would really love to learn from you someday. Or, you know, I'd love to come on your shoot and help you. Or let me know how I could help you, et cetera, et cetera. And what I realize is that those comments, they come from people looking at what you're doing for the for yourself and them and then them pulling at themselves internally towards what you're doing instead of you trying to be motivational and i think i like that approach like i don't think that there's any right or wrong answer but i think that that approach you know like keeping it really internal like you you're not getting a big head because somebody says that your work is dope or you not feeling bad because 
there's some random comment underneath your post talking about you trash and you full of shit or anything like that. And the answer that I believe was the right answer that I said to her was, yo, look, if you love it, do it for yourself and then document it over time. You know, because I remember when I got on Instagram in 2016, I I didn't know much about, you know, the social media world because, to be frank, I had I have no interest in it. Like, I'm very, even to this day, although I'm very active on it, I'm very unemotional about it. Like, if if this were to, like, not be here tomorrow and then there's something else, you know, like, I'm on it. Like, I'm on TikTok now. Do you know TikTok? No, what is what do you mean by TikTok? So, so TikTok is a video sharing app that a lot of the, mm-hmm. the, the younger kids are on right now. They're making funny videos and none of my Facebook friends are on it right now. None of none of my friends that are actors, none, none of my friends that are musicians, etc. But anyways, my point is is that the reason I'm doing all these things is because I am still in the process of me figuring it out for myself, but I'm also enjoying what I'm doing, you know, like enjoying recording a podcast and then writing my two cents and distributing that on LinkedIn for business content and then sharing those two cents via the podcast to my Instagram and then making a flyer from a photo shoot to promote the podcast and actually made um, two images before we got on this call off you and you know all of it is you know like linked storytelling because i'm going to send you those pictures when we hop off this episode so that you can see it you know and can i cut you off for oh I'm yeah, so yeah sorry. no cut me off whenever listen i know like you are a beast i've seen your photography i've seen your work thank you but when you're the person being in front of Mr. Jordy's camera and you see the work that he does. Oh my gosh. And they're not, they weren't even edit at the moment. And I was like, listen, my birthday is lit. I'm no, we got to do something for my birthday, but (laughs) even for (laughs) no serious, because it was so amazing, but that's the thing. It's, it's, it's the start. It's the learning. You know, it's putting in that work, like you said, because one thing about being an entrepreneur or going after your dreams, it gets lonely. It gets lonely. Like you said, you leave your, you get up at five, you do your podcast, you leave to go do photography and other ventures. You come back, you're not until the bed at 10. You're working. 24 hours and probably getting four to six hours of sleep sometimes none right but that's the work that comes with it the sacrifice i can't sit here and tell you the last time i really watched tv i have like one one or two episodes i don't care what's going on i'm gonna have to watch it within the week just to keep myself a little sane you know what i mean but it's also that sacrifice of saying i'm not going out every week I don't need to be in nobody's club because let's let's be for real. Half the time you're you're asking yourself, why am I here, right? I don't care if you got your girl. You're asking yourself fifty times, man. It's the same crap over and over. You're spending unnecessary money. Oh on my food. god, the 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 money in a weekend adds up. 
Listen, okay? You're going on trips that you don't deserve. This is stuff that I've been telling me. You're buying things that you don't need. It's unnecessary. Uh Just to have what? Just to feel wanted by people that don't appreciate you, who's not even feeding into you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, and and you're taking all that financial debt. You're not even putting it back into yourself. Yeah, I, I, into your and it, even with that too. Um, I have a friend. They're about twenty-seven. They still live with their parents, and they have a job that they hate. Right now, I, for one, the um, biggest point that stood out to me was that okay, they have a job they hate, but they still live with their parents, which means that you know, for argument's sake, they could probably cut down one of the problems that they have is that they buy a lot of clothes. You know, and the way how it plays out in my head is that if I really hate my job that much, I will be saving some of that money to the best of my ability and probably buying less clothes. Like, imagine an order coming in every other week, you know, for some clothes. Like, that's a lot of clothes. And then some of those clothes, you probably aren't even going to wear them again till a special event. And then it's probably just going to add to the pile and sit in the back of your closet. You know, like, it, it, it's little stuff like that. And it really, one of the things that really bothers me is that it's easy to enter business nowadays, but I don't think that a lot of the people are committed to the actual process because it's hard. Just like you said, like it's really hard. And, and I'm really wondering how, how stuff is going to play out. Like I'm wondering, like, I don't know, like maybe this might be their beginning phases, but you, you know, from the conversations that I've had, and these are what I'm pulling from, so I might be wrong, but the conversations is like, oh, all right, you've been in business for a few months. Why can you not produce the amount of sales that you've had in the first month or two? That's bad. You know, like, how do you not... All right, let's say you're trying to sell a product. How much money are you debt? Like you don't have to have a whole well thought out marketing plan, but how much money are are you spending on marketing for a given month? It could be even twenty dollars. But oh, um, eh, haven't thought about it. Or, you know, to ask somebody what, you know, like who are you trying to sell to? Are you trying to sell to kids that just graduated from college? Are you trying to sell to women that are pregnant with their first babies? Are you trying to sell to pastors and churches? Like, who are you trying to sell to? They can't tell you that either. But a lot of people have great ideas. And I'm I'm so happy that we're in a time where all of us can really share this. Like, that's so great. Like, all of us can share what we're doing. But I'm wondering how how good or how dedicated are some of these people? And I don't know the answer. Like, I'm just thinking about it. You know, like, how how dedicated are, are some of these people to these processes? You know, because 
trying to run a business is hard. Like trying to start is hard. Like trying to mint, it takes money and effort. More effort than money, though. You know. What do you think about that? Let me let me let me let me tell you something. When I started Women and Company, one thing I want people to know is that you may you you, you won't make money if you're you know if you're not getting big help. You, you in 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 the beginning, like a big chunk of change where you could say like, "Oh, I'm going to quit my job." But one thing that you need to to start to do is to ask yourself, what can I add that's not that I see is missing? Right? And one thing is content, content, content. Jordy would tell you every day. He tells me, Theo, content, content, content. Number one, I had to start to tell myself that, you know, instead of trying to kill myself and get into the big rooms where I'm being ignored. Let me start in my community where I know this is missing and people will, will pay attention to you. It's okay to start at the low level. That's where you at. What, start what there. do you mean by low level, though? It, it, is that even a thing? Well, okay, how you can break it down, but it's okay to start at an entry level. That's what I would mean when I say okay, low level. I agree with that. Okay, it's okay. Because the thing about it is those rooms that you're going into are swamped with people. And why would you want to be overlooked? You're going to kill yourself to go into these big BT conference rooms or BT, like, you know, no. Get into rooms where you could get recognized and you know that you can get people. That's what I had to do. I had to start where I needed to start. And you need to start where people can see you. And I promise you, with with the work that you put in, people are going to come to you. You're not going to even have to go to those people. You know, it's crazy when sometimes I hear, you know, I listen to Dana and Chanel on Instagram mm-hmm. all the time. And one thing is you got to create a lane for yourself. You have to create your own so lane. So what's your lane? And you have to produce. You know, for, for me and women in company, our model is to redefine society's definition of women. That's my lane. And you may think that, oh, she's only directing her her platform to women. No, because we can't redefine society's definition of women without men. You get what okay. I'm saying? And there's so many things to be redefined. How women spend money, how society look at women, sexualizing women, the, the mindsets of women, young young women, older women, Women going to college, the list goes on. You know, women entrepreneurs, you know, opening doors for, for men, for women. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then going into different rooms where we can say, okay, sis, I'm here. You know, I may not do this every day, but I'm here with you. This is something new. Let's show society how you're redefining yourself and you're not going, you're going against the odds. I'm not just going to go to school and just work a nine to five. I'm not just going to be a mother. I'm going to also be a mom and be an entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be a mom and be a model. You know, I'm going to go to school and start my business in school. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do things differently. You know, for me, when I was young, I was always doing things differently. You can ask my mom. She would teach me how to cook something, and I'll add a little, a little something to it. Oh, that's not how things are done. I don't care. <laughs> 
I don't care. I this is new. This is fresh, and I'm going to show people how we can make things fresh and exciting. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We have to get back to that making things exciting and showing people that this is this is this is new, and I'm going to teach you how it could be fun. You know what I mean? Come with me. And that's what you have to get people to do. You have to get people to come with you along this journey within your business. Open those doors for yourself. I actually like that part to come with me. You know, that that part, because that part sounds like a journey, you know, and, and that's even actually why I kind of like the name of your podcast too, like Fetty's Journey, because it sounds infinite. You know, it's like, yeah. yo, um, so so with that thought, what is one of your goals? Because I'll actually tell you one of mine is real quick. One of my goals mm-hmm. is to have over a billion people know who Jordy Foster is and what he does. That is one of my goals. Mm-hmm. And it's a very general, broad goal. And the reason I have that as it is is because I keep that as the the north spot on the compass that's aligning everything else that I do, you know. So, so the podcast is a part of it, you know. Like meeting wonderful people like yourself is a part of it, you know. Like sharing conversations and ideas is all a part of that goal. Podcasting and YouTube and LinkedIn is a part of that goal too, you know. So, what is one of your goals for yourself and for you know Teddy's journey or woman and company you know what's crazy um and I know this is gonna sound a little you know not in the same essence of what I'm doing but one thing first even since I was a young girl I've always you know you know what let me let's let's get a little off topic just a little bit so like I said I'm from Haiti right I'm from Haiti and one thing in any platform and anywhere I go, two things you're going to know about me. You're going to know my name and where I'm from. And of course, what I stand for. But most importantly, where I'm from, because of the fact that when you think of my country, a lot of people no longer think of the great things that were done. You think of it being a third world country. You think of it, you know, having many problems, which, you know, my country do. Everywhere but has problems. Also, yes, but for my goals, I'm got saying. you. For my country, there's always there's a beauty that has escaped out of people's mind, you know. Mm-hmm. And my goal is to take this platform that I I have now to grow it to one day go back to my country and to share those things. That is my goal, and not just for Haiti, but also you know I'm all about women empowerment, as you know. And to give women a sense that I came here and I made something happen and so can you. And to show and, and to just give them, that's, that's my sacrifice. When I get up and I do what I do, that's my sacrifice. It's for my country and for my kids. It's for the future. It's to change the narrative of things. So I don't know how that will happen. I know it's in the back of my head and I know I'm going to grow it until it happens. I don't know how, because sometimes we don't know how. It's, it's, it's with a start, but that's my, inti- that's my ultimate goal is to have a media company out in Haiti where we can have movies and streaming platforms and different things where, you know, people, young kids can create. 
you know, a women and company, I don't know, media service in Haiti. That would that's like my ultimate mm -hmm. goal. And then from there, who knows, right? A media company, I like that. That that was actually one of my goals for a while too. Like it's written down in my book, you know, <laughs> and I actually feel like you know the way how I think that you should keep podcasting. You know, I, I really think that you should really develop the Teddy's journey part of your journey too. <laughs> like I really think that, <laughs> like I genuinely think that you should. You know, because why not? You know, and that's we were discussing this, like doing too much. You know what I mean? Like I have women in company. And what's crazy was, you know, things come into mind and I wasn't supposed to start with Women and Company. I was actually supposed to start with Teddy's Journey. And like I was telling you prior, I did I did a whole, like a photo shoot, um, a, a promo for it. Um, the website is actually built for Teddy's Journey and everything. That's what's so crazy. People, a lot of people don't even know that. Um, I just found out that right now. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of people don't know that. But for me, like, perfection was my thing. And that's what I had to let go of. And it's okay if you want to... Listen, let me tell you something. You, Yo, if you have a business right now and you're not on every platform, stop what you're doing after this episode. Well, after this episode, right? And make sure you're on there. Because if you're listening to this podcast and you're not taking action within your life and producing those changes, then you're listening for no growth. It is very important that you that you just overflow on everything. The way that the industry is changing, one thing that Gary Gary V said, I was listening to one of his um he was speaking on a on a platform and he said that right now big companies like um who did he name like mercedes mercedes benz and other companies like those right mm -hmm. that we may not think of once they come in and start <laughs> buying ads off of instagram facebook but companies have already started doing that yes but but it's going to overflow the cause that is gonna it's gonna cost you to get things out it's gonna be harder so start and understand how it works you know what I mean? You got to study the game. Yes, companies are doing it, but you have to know and in, in how is it moving and how it's going to affect you. And don't let it scare you either. That's what I would say. And to that point, you know I mean? I'll actually just jump in right here. Um, as much as, you know, companies, a lot more companies have joined the landscape. And I just got really excited because this is one of my favorite topics is that the ads are still cheap. Yes, they're still, that's the thing. They're still cheap. But for how long? I don't care. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're cheap right now. Yes. So the that's... fact that they're cheap right now, that's when you got to say, yo, they're cheap. That's all that matters. Yo, they're cheap. They're cheap right now. Do it right yo, now. Yo, let me hop on this quick. Because I even b before we got on this call too, I was I was going through some some of the general statistics from different ads I've been running. And there were two test ads that I ran the other day. Um, to get more podcast awareness and one of them I was getting Instagram swipe ups to go to my 
Anchor Station so that you can get the different outlets to the different places where my podcast is available, which is available everywhere. The ads were converting at 21 cents per click. Exactly. And the thing about it is the consistency. Let me tell you, when you build your business to a certain level, then you can start to say, you know, I'm not, don't go out and go crazy. I'm going to, like, let's say on my podcast, right? At a point, I'm not going to charge someone, but hey, we need sponsorships, right? Hey, you, I want to put this on your show. Okay. I'm, I would love to have you on the show, but you know, to, to get the ads moving and pushing, I would, you know, this next change, you know, you got to also um, packages in, in a very marketed way. You want to say it like this, but make it to a point where you can now charge for, for things, but you have to get to that. Oh, wait, I, I was speaking about running ads to Instagram. To... No, but what I'm saying on top of that, because mm-hmm. people get scared about running ads. Why though? Why though? Why? Ads, because, oh, it costs money and people are not going to see me and things like that. The worriness. The weariness of ads. Oh, people are, oh, I'm not, oh, I'm not getting, I'm, 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 I'm paying for ads, but no one is clicking for me. No one is searching for me. Why, why are you stopping? It's not your time. Be patient. And you will. And I promise you, you're going to find the person to say, I want to invest. Or how much would it be? That's what we're all looking for, mm-hmm. right? So that's what I mean. You see, people are going to be like, I keep, I keep paying for all of this. Okay. Set up a budget. Stop buying things that you don't need, like we were saying before. Set up a budget to say, you know, I post this every week and find which things are really are, 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 in, are in people's interest that you've been posting or oh, I'm getting the most views on that. Like you told me, um, Jordy, pay for more ads on this, on this certain um, post that you have because it's getting people's attention. And then from then it will build. And I actually even jump on that too. One of the things that I've implemented now explicitly for myself is that a portion of every single shoot that I get and I know that I'm going to maybe post, like, say, say I do a shoot today and I'm going to, you know, produce six pieces of content from that photo shoot, right? Two of those images I'm going to turn into posters or flyers. Three of them, I'm probably just going to have them as regular images. And then for the bulk of it, I'm going to dedicate a portion of that money from the photo shoot to run paid ads behind it so more people could see it. And I think people are really exactly. missing out on a great opportunity for that because, you know, like, it comes down to how much you really want it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, for me, I live the same way as if I was making a consistent amount of money per month or if I'm making less than half of that per month, I'm living the exact same way. You know, like I might buy like a little less food or like maybe one less shirt if I need it. But on average, on o- overall, I'm still living the same way. And that that's actually something that I wish that people could do, you know, because 
I even think like what we're doing right now, you know, like we made it a point to set up this conversation to talk to each other too. That's something that, you know, people should be doing. Like, you know, like trying to set up or like use social as a gateway drug to get in person and then to set up something like this so that yeah. so that they, they could produce more content so that they could, you know, document their thoughts and feelings. Like, talk, talk about shit that you care about. Right. So, I'm going to hit two, two, two birds with one okay. stone. Right? So, here's the thing. And this is for my ladies, right? Okay. Ladies, let me, let me tell you something. Because we things get a little crazy with ladies because of the nails, the hair, the makeup, the, the lashes, right? The outfits. Let me tell you what I've started to do. Yeah, please tell us. Let me tell you one n- number one. I have no problem going thrift shopping. Cause because that's just it, it doesn't matter to me. Like I had to find a way to be cost effective where, you know, I didn't need to hurt my pockets because clothes for women are a little bit different. You know, we can't, you know, in our hands, we can't I can't wear the same thing over and over. But nobody's paying that much attention, I promise you. You know, a lot I mean? of women feel like that though, you know, because all, yeah, all the girls but- I know they have outfits for days days but no one is checking like no one's looking that hard i promise you and and here's what i do branding is key so instead of if you really want to spend money why don't you spend money on putting your brand on a t-shirt start with that i promise you you could go on websites like um vista print get your logo get a black t-shirt they're having discounts they go ten dollars boom now you now you're promoting your business when you go places, when you go to school. Put your t- put your logo on a t-shirt, especially for my ladies who are photographers too. You know how good you will look? Look, let me say something. Guys are staring at you. They're staying in the bust area, so you might as well put a little logo there. Let's be honest. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Guys stare from the back. Put your hair in the bun. Put your logo on the back. Let's be serious, ladies. You know what I mean? That's, I'm not saying to sell yourself, but if they're going to look, give them something to look at besides just assets you know what i'm saying that's number Mm -hmm. one number two wear all black for a little bit black is very quick and this is what my mentor taught okay black is very quick you don't need how many how many you don't need to try to match black you can wear black so if you're going to an event black is simple and it's and it's and it's and it's ready to I'm go. I'm an applicant for all black, actually. So I, I completely... <laughs> no, like I had to do that. So for me, if you know, I have a lot of black t-shirts. I have so many black t-shirts now, and you know, I'm a girl, so when you know, I might have more pants. I could switch it up. You know what I'm saying? And it might look the same, but no, get you different things of black. Go to a thrift store and get you different shades of black, and then get you some pants. Get you a skirt or something and then put on some heels and baby girl, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. And then if you're really trying to save money, listen, sweetheart, baby girl, it is okay if you just need to braid your hair, braid your hair back, find you a good little, you know, a wig that you could slick back into a ponytail. <laughs> put your little, no, seriously. I, I, I know. I, do. You know, get you a good little nice pair of studs and then keep your makeup simple. Okay. Keep it simple. It's okay if you can't buy the Ardell lashes. It's okay if you can't do it. Mascara it up. You know, do the little beat. Cause, cause the thing about it is content. Take yourself away for a little bit and 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 
get into content. And then after that, you can now figure out ways to perfect your craft. And then people will want your services. That's what you, that's where the money comes yeah. in. If your services isn't matching, no one's going to want to pay this or bro. You know what I mean? I agree with that because a lot of the times we're focused so much on our image. We forget to put in any work altogether. Yeah. Like we don't put in any work, period. You know, like we get caught up in how we looking, how hair is looking. And, and to your point, I agree with everything that you said. The work is the important point. And, and you know, like even everything that we're saying right now can be summed up in the work and the content and you believing in it is one of the most important things, you know, because no matter what you're doing, whether you want to be a podcast host or, you know, you want to start taking pictures or you want to, you know, build that lash company or that hair company or flip clothes from thrifting or whatever. The important part in all of it is work, yeah. you know, because I know some girls that can thrift and their outfits, you know, like I feel like I'm getting ripped off. <laughs> let me tell you, a lot of people look at me because let me tell you what I'll do, right? You know, I'll, I'm, I shop on Fashion Nova, mm-hmm. but like, let's say if I shop on Fashion Nova, there's a sale going. You know, I don't care. People, people, you can, I don't care. Do whatever you want with what I'm saying. But think of what I'm, but take it into, in something that you might add to when you're shopping and you're, you're being entrepreneur as a woman. Go for those sales. Keep it simple. You know what I mean? And then one thing too, besides the looks, you know, if I can say anything else, please study your industry. Know the people in your industry. Because a lot of the times, you know, I go into rooms, I don't know who the people are. Why not? Understand who's your industry that is making it and study them. Study their formula. It's out there. Nothing is different from them than you. They got two legs, two arms just like you. Okay? They put on their pants just the way you do. The thing about it is they just been in the game a little longer than you have. And in no disrespect, but see what they not see what they're not also doing that you can add. You know, learn from them and learn from their mistakes. And don't make their mistakes. Even if you make a mistake, learn from it and don't repeat it. That's the biggest key after producing content, after, you know, making sure that you look all that, but you got to study the industry. So how do you get comfortable with yourself? Um, Let me tell you, hey, I gain weight, lose weight. I have pimples. I do all that. My face looks chubby. My arms flap. Okay. I got kinkles. My feet hurt. All of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I get scars. Listen, huh. my belly be looking funny in different videos. It is what it is. I have I have to love me. I have to love me first. Loving yourself, that's a whole different topic, but just to keep it brief, it's important. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 just being content, like yo, I'm whole, bro. And and not looking to like yo, they're gonna see my belly. I get like that sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But sis, 
if we're talking into media, know your angles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> like for real, if things is getting a little, know your angles, know what to wear. I had to learn me. Know you. Know what looks good on you. You know, some people say, oh, she cocky. No, baby, I'm confident. Get confident with you. Know that if you wear that shirt, it's not going to sit on you right. Know that if they, my arms look a little flabby, maybe you need to wear long shirts for a little bit until you are happy with your arms. Learn what makes you happy. That's, it's simple. We overthink things. Yeah, we do. What do Oh my God! We, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm not gonna wear no tight pants, knowing that you know my poop are gonna show. Why would I do that? Let me get the high waisted pants that know I know my, you know, is sinking in the waist. It's making a bum look good, and let me get it all black because it's gonna make me look slim. And let me not walk around here with no tall heels. Let me get the mid heels because it's gonna add a little height, and I'm gonna be a little comfortable. Exactly. You just keeping it, keep it simple. keeping it simple and keeping it practical keeping for you. Keeping it simple. And love yourself. And that's it. Like you got it. Listen, gentlemen, you too. Stop feeling take charge within what you're doing. Yeah, everybody got this, man. You can build your craft. You can do what you want to do. But you gotta feel confident with you. Yeah. Yeah, you really do have to feel confident. And you know, I as we coming closer to this, you I want to ask you what is one thing that you would say to developing female entrepreneurs what is one thing that you'd say to them you know based on some of the experiences that you've been having you know like maybe not even in your business like in your personal life what is one thing that you'd say to a developing female entrepreneur about you know trusting the process or you know finding your 